Welcome back, everybody, to the Hop Nation USA podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host, and this is episode 199. We're almost to 200. I cannot believe it. It has been going on for, some would say, way too long. Some would say not enough. I'd say just long enough. So this is our 199th episode. This is the Travis Pastrana episode. Welcome. Steve, you're here too, right? Yeah, I'm still here. I'll still do this. I have to. Yes, because you're the one that edits this. And if you weren't here, then this wouldn't get put out. Yes, if nobody <laughs> if nobody hears the podcast, then was it ever edited? No. <laughs> no. And if this doesn't get put out, then it just turns into me sitting in my living room, talking to myself into the void. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Which is not great. That would just be a Twitch stream of mine because no one would listen to that. <laughs> it's also fun. Adam's Adam's Twitch stream coming up. <laughs> he has he has no way to hook up his PS2 to stream, so you can't watch him play Tony Hawk. But you know you can just believe in your heart that he is. At that point, I'd probably go get like an old Burger Time console, like an Atari. Could, yeah, well, I think that's old school Nintendo. Uh, I think Burger was, Time. Uh, I played Burger Time on the uh, Atari as well. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's so far back. Who knows anymore? It, yeah. We could say ColecoVision and no one knows the difference. Mm. You're just aging yourself a little bit. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I'll just say I'm glad that the camera is not a 4K version because uh, then you can start seeing the gray hairs that are starting to sprout out. But that's okay. I earned them. So that voice that you heard means we have a guest. And we have Chrissy Smythe. She is the, the head, the head honcho, the queen bee, as it were, of the Colonel Drake Wine Walk and Beer Fest. So a couple of weeks ago, we had talked about Beer Fest kind of opening up a little bit here in the area. So we wanted to bring somebody on who actually has direct involvement with one of these events happening to talk about what's going on, how things are coming together for 2021, what sort of pitfalls, all that sort of stuff because we're actually getting back into some semblance of beer fest season. So we wanted to go to the source and we got a good one. So Chrissy, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's, it's, it's been too long. We've been planning this for quite some time. We have, we planned this last year and then we did. Went, yeah. Yes. Unfortunately the world decided to explode, Yeah. but we're back on track. So welcome we get, to talk, we get to talk wine walks and beer fests. Yay. But before we get there, we have to talk about what we're drinking. Steve, you have a beer? I do. It's the return of beer. Thank God. <laughs> it's, it's, you have paid your beverage penance. Yeah, I paid my beverage penance for last week, and now I get to drink beers that I want to drink. And this week, I'm drinking, and I'm starting off with the Bacchus, which is a nitro beer. And it is a nitro frambozen beer because it's a frambois beer. It's raspberry. It's made by the same people who put out the Castile Rouge. I love it. I say you're already happy. I already know. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's great. It's uh, (laughs) really smooth and it's easy drinking. It's got a great big like raspberry flavor to it. And it's only 5% alcohol. So it's something that you can put a lot down of. But it's definitely... 
because of the nitrogenated nature of it, it is more thick and it is more creamy and Ooh. it makes it more of a desserty drink than say just like a parking lot crusher. So let me ask you this. If they change the label and put say a Southern tier uh, Blackwater series label on there, would that be in line? No, it wouldn't. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, no, all right. One, yeah, I won. I already said it was five percent, whereas Blackwater is always ten. <laughs> true. This is true. I'll give yeah. you that one. Uh, and it's still just not as heavy. Like it. Okay. It's just not a stout. Like I know some of the Blackwater series that have been coming out haven't been complete stouts. Like the uh, the the Ice Macchiato that wasn't a complete stout. There was like a white stout. But Blackwater is also always a stout. This is, again, Frambois beer. So it is much more light on the tongue and flavor, even though I'm saying it's like thicker than it's thicker than like a wheat beer, like your standard raspberry wheat that you would think of. Yes. It's way thicker than that, but it is nowhere near as thick as that. I had that Southern tier coconut truffle very recently that uh, Matt had from the decaying with the boys episode we did. I still haven't grabbed one of those yet. I need to. It's fucking great. <laughs> but <laughs> we should contact Southern Tier and tell them to put that on the label. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's way thicker than this. Nice. So, so I, I, on the YouTube version, uh, you can see what Steve is drinking. And I'm noticing that you have two separate photos here one with a backlight, one without. Yeah. Which it, one is closer to the, the everyday look of it? Because the, the one, one with without the backlight looks black. Yeah, the one without the backlight is what it's closer to, but I just put the backlight on it so you could see that it has actual color. It looks very, very dark. Like, it looks like a dark Belgian beer. But, okay. you know, you put your backlight up to it and you get the bright red colors out of it, and it looks like a big, you know, raspberry with a fluffy head on it. I say, it does look like a very appetizing beer. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to have to get a hold of one. You should. Try it out. Okay, I will. I'll talk to you after the show. <laughs> okay. So for me, uh, I don't have one of those. But what I do have is one of the beers that is going to be at the Colonel Drake Wine Walk and Beer Fest. This is from North Country. This is their Harmony Hefeweizen. It has been way too long since I've had a Hefeweizen. And the streak has been broken. I'm back, baby. I got one. Happy. This comes in season. about... It is that season. I am happy as a clam. Uh, comes in about well, about 5.7. So we're kind of working in the same area, Steve, where it's it's actual beer. We don't have to worry about those numbers. We don't have to worry about, you know, crawling up stairs later on. So it, what's nice about this one is it does have, it kind of leans more in the banana flavor than into the clove side of things, which I prefer. I much prefer the banana, banana flavoring than to the clove side. So mm -hmm. it is a very classic Hefeweizen. They didn't try to doctor it up or make it weird or anything. This is straightforward Hefe. Fun. So it, it did have a very, very decent head on it whenever I poured it. It did go away eventually, as all heads mostly do. Uh, it didn't have that full cloudiness. It is a little bit clearer than in, you know some other Hefe's, but as we say, who cares what it looks like as long as it tastes good? As you say. <laughs> as I say. As well, you say. okay. All right. Martin House excluded. I still have a very deep appreciation for a nice-looking beer. You're just willy-nilly of like, nah, whatever. 
<laughs> right, because I probably already paid for it at that point. I'm not going to throw it out. Oh, it looks hazy. Well, no, I would never. No, you'd never throw it out. <laughs> but you can still complain. <laughs> That's the point. It's the point of the internet, Adam. Jesus Christ, <laughs> to complain about things that you bought. <laughs> I could I could find something on Amazon. I can leave a review on that, even if it's not the beer. Exactly. I'll just start complaining there. Yes, it's the whole point. It's the reason why the internet exists anymore. You complain on Amazon about the shitty cables you bought. You complain on Yelp about the shitty food you ate. You complain on Untapped about the shitty beer you drank. <laughs> See, no, I'm gonna go on to Amazon and find like a a listing for like a three pack of bandanas, and yep. then talk about shitty hazy IPAs. Sure, you can do that too. Just let them so, have it. Somebody. Somebody will agree with that with that review. Let them have it. The, the Amazon's full of bot reviews anyway, so you're throwing your trash in there. It doesn't matter anyway as well. <laughs> <laughs> it all just becomes one big trash island after yeah, a while. exactly. <laughs> Man, good thing electrons are free, except for when they're not. <laughs> uh, all right. So we've got our beers lined up. So I guess it's time to talk about the news a little bit. Right. The notes. Perhaps a little bit of the neat. Can do. Steve, you got anything? I got a couple things. And uh, we're talking beer fests and both of the news I have this week. can I can use the word event and the word fest in. So it's tangential in that way. <laughs> That's as close as I can get. But, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the first event I have is it's a, it's a beer event. And it's somewhat close to uh, Erie because it's Erie County. New York. Ah. <laughs> it's a, but yeah, in the Buffalo area, they are starting a campaign of a shot and a chaser for free, except for the shot is a vaccine and the chaser is still just a beer. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't even cost you $5 like, like, like it would in a pub in Chicago. Right, yeah. And, and like a dirty bar in Chicago where you get an old style and an Evan Williams, this is a Moderna and, uh, you know, depending on what brewery you go to, but there's a, a, a number of them participating. The first couple ones that signed up are Resurgence Brewing and Flying Bison, which I believe we featured on this show in the first, like, 10 episodes. Yes, they were one of the OGs on this show. And I seem to remember we enjoyed their offering, too. I don't have bad feelings about it, so I'm going to go and agree. Right. I wasn't mad when I saw it in the article. Yeah. Uh, but they're offering it. They're offering themselves up as vaccination sites. So you can show up to the brewery, you get a vac shot and then you get a free beer along with it. That's now, not a bad deal. Do you get the deal. free beer on the second shot too? Yes. Or just yes. the first shot? Yes. So they okay. are, they're doing the Moderna shots. So yeah, you have to come back for your second dose, but you also get a free beer that time as well. Can't beat that. Exactly. Why would you? And honestly, it's taken this long to get there. It was going to happen. It was inevitable that we were going to get to this point. If they let Gen X and millennials plan this, we would have had everyone vaccinated. You just have to give everyone beer. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's a pretty simple thing. It's like next and easy. Even if you weren't planning to go there for a shot, you might just get it because it's there and you're there exactly. and it's free. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that honestly says a lot because that probably addresses a lot of the people that are just kind of apathetic to the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not people that are resistant or anything like that. They're just, eh, I'll get it eventually. Right. Well, here's your eventually. Go get a beer and a here's shot. You have a beer. I'll shoot right. you in the arm as you drink. It's fine. Right. Ooh, I wonder if you could do that. 
what take it take a shot as you get a drink yeah uh i i'm going to say probably not because there was that whole 15 minute waiting period oh yeah so yeah they, they just want to make sure you don't have a reaction while you're drinking <laughs> minor details yeah but i say that's the medical professional's problem not mine <laughs> i i got what i needed twofold it's their, it's their job to stop me from doing it <laughs> Uh, yeah, so apparently, like, uh, May 8th is the first event date set up for Resurgence Brewing. And then Flying Bison, I don't think they have a date set up yet, but I was reading, and apparently the founder of Flying Bison is really behind this because he actually was infected early on and just, oh. like, knows how shitty it is. So, like, he's, you know, really adamant about trying to get people in <laughs> the new york area because he's like i don't want other people to get it it fucking blows <laughs> right <laughs> it sucks dude don't let it happen to you <laughs> that should have been the marketing campaign from the beginning <laughs> yeah this sucks dude don't yeah <laughs> again if, if you if you had the millennials and the gen xers running the show that's what would have come out yep. and we'd have been done with this already yep part of it is because they're having problems getting people you know like you're saying adam like a lot of people are apathetic to it so they're having people trouble getting people to get in as much as they'd want them to mm -hmm. i don't know if that it's, i don't know if we're having that same problem in pennsylvania but if we were then hopefully somebody of importance is listening i saw on the news tonight that there's like four thousand vaccines that are going to go to waste because demands drop so much I, I saw that as well. So yeah. if we mention John Fetterman right now, that means that we can tag him on Twitter. Sure. Say, hey, John Fetterman, <laughs> why don't we get something going at Brew Gentleman? Or maybe we just have enough listeners at breweries that the breweries would reach out to the health department yeah. and, and pitch this as an idea because that's kind of what New York did. You know, the, mm -hmm. So, yeah, hey, it's a, it's a thing to do and it's an easy thing to do. And uh, it, you get free beer. Why? Why be mad at that? Yeah. Why? Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't make this more complicated. It's yeah. free beer. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, did you have a news or a note or a neat? So I just had a couple of quick things here. Uh, this is more Pittsburgh centric. Um, but if you're listening to the show, I'm sure you may already know this if you're here in the Pittsburgh area. But there's rumors and rumblings that Full Pint is coming back. Uh, Full Pint was one of the, I'd say, OG breweries here in the Pittsburgh area. And then unfortunately, uh, last, I believe it was March or April of 2020, they folded. But it looks like there is a resurgence. Uh, they have a bit of a social media campaign going now saying, we're on our way back. Uh, that's the only details that I have right now, but I am happy to hear about it and happy to see it because I could use a good white lightning right about now. I like a good wit and white lightning was a good wit. So I'm here for it. I hope it, I hope it comes back and I hope they're successful. Yeah. They had a really decent portfolio that I enjoyed mm -hmm. as well. It was like they had the Festivus and the night of the living stout. So yeah, I, I look forward to them coming back. They also had the ale Satan, which was a very, you know, uncommon beer to get, but it was that scorpion pepper. I believe it was a sour. Yeah. I 
don't or, remember. I know that I've had it, but again, it's been a couple of years since I've had it. I enjoyed oh, is it. it. it was I a, oh, that much. It wasn't just a sour. It was a Berliner Weiss. That's what it was. It was a scorpion pepper too. Berliner Weiss. And then they also had the Luxuria Coffee IPA. That was mm-hmm. really fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, with full pint, and this is me getting into a bit of an opinion, I think they kind of got caught in sort of the pen brewing uh, level where they were here before, you know, the second wave came in. I, you know, mm. your, your hitchhikers, your grist houses, things like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't honestly don't know what happened to them financially to, I don't either. Say, like I said, this is my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't exactly know what happened to them financially. So I, I have no opinion and I have no idea, <laughs> but I'm glad they're coming back. So let's me too. So let's plant that seed whenever they're back in production. Let's have them on the show. Yeah. Chrissy, were you able to get a, so whoever's were you able to get a bit of full pint up there before they went under so to be honest not a big beer drinker adam adam fries really hard i don't recognize the name though but that doesn't mean it's not up here um like i said i just i'm not a big beer drinker i'm definitely more on the wine side um i only know maybe I'll get you there. a little bit more i was gonna say unfortunately once you get up past i-80 uh the beer chain beer scene changes a lot uh, a lot of the Pittsburgh breweries don't reach up there nearly as far as they should. So hopefully that'll change soon. I mean, we have plenty of people up here that drink like plenty. So <laughs> they really should like get on that. Just, just saying. If you're going to drink a lot, you may as well drink good a lot. <laughs> yes. We live in a time when you can have both quality and quantity. So yes. <laughs> and an excuse because everybody's still working from home. Right. Anything else, Steve? Anything you got going on? Yes. I got I got one more that is uh, somewhat related to what we were just talking about because we were talking about the Luxuria and the Ale Satan, and both of those were actually very common offerings at Brutal Beer Fest. Yes. So I don't know how aware of you uh, aware you are of this, Adam, but uh, there's a thing called Knot Fest, which was Slipknot's metal music festival no but i assume at least some beer was served in a beat-up trash can sure (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if that was an official thing or just somebody a fan did something a fan did but yeah uh so basic story it goes ozfest more or less died in 2011 so not fest slipknot took up the mantle and started holding not fest in 2012 and they've continued it on since and they've built a brand out of it and they've got it to the point that they do international knot fest. They do it on cruise ships. They do it, you know, all around the world. Now they're, they've paired with a Cicerone by the name Cicerone. of, oh. <laughs> that's the one thing out of that show that I appreciate <laughs> everything else. Hot garbage. It's a, you can only appreciate it simply because it annoys actual Cicerone. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, Cicerone by the name of Adam Zuniga, like, he's a metal fan, obviously, but he's also very knowledgeable of beer, and he's paired with Knotfest to create a monthly subscription box of the most metal beers. Interesting. Yeah. So, so how does that work? Again, being a metal fan and a Cicerone, he curates the beers from specific breweries and if they have some sort of like metal leaning or a metal tie-in 
basically it's just beers with like scary can art or an actual you know metal band tie-in uh like this month they're offering the uh saison 13 by unibrow which is okay. a reference to hangar 13 mm-hmm. and megadeth i figured you'd get that one <laughs> yes yeah uh but they also have uh they also have nightmare brewing, which that's just scary can art. <laughs> I assume burials involved in there somewhere as well. I don't know. I don't think, I think they've only been doing it like two months. So I don't oh, know that they've okay. gotten to burial yet. And they're also just uh, focusing on states that uh, they're trying to curate in a way that the beers will be stable. So it's a lot of loggers and a lot of stouts. Because a lot of a lot of the subscription-based services, not to mention any names, but you know, when you buy an IPA, it can come skunked and unstable, or just you know, burned out. Not yeah, good. Not as intended. Right. So they're trying to focus on beers that are stable. the The basic gist is that for fifty dollars, you'll get eight beers from four breweries. Oh, okay. Yeah, and. He, uh, Adam said that he was trying to make a concerted effort to always include at least one really big stout that you could age. So you should always get at least something like that's like 10% that you get two of them and then you can have one and then let one sit and age it. Just sort of keep that, that rotation just a month behind everything else. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So it, it seems pretty cool. I enjoy it. So are are they distributing to all 50 states or only certain states based on their liquor laws? Or how, how are they doing that? So it's only certain states at the moment. They're trying to expand all 50. But it's only certain states at the moment. But I bring it up because for PA, Maryland, and New York, we can get it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, we can get it. Uh, Ohio and Virginia apparently can't. What is this bizarre world where we have better beer laws than Ohio and Virginia? Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. One <laughs> very narrow scoped item. Yeah. Again, this is all as of recording and like that can very much just change next month in May. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're trying to expand all 50 and trying to just service people who are fans of metal. And you know, obviously all the imagery and artwork is going to appeal to people and of my ilk i would say <laughs> so so you can maybe make beer fans you know because it has the not fest branding behind it you can make maybe make beer fans out of metal fans so i'm curious if there's any attempt to try to go the other way as well of trying to get beer fans into metal yeah. <laughs> maybe what, and what i mean by that is are they trying to tie in you know maybe throw out i don't know like a demo cd or something like that do they still make cds no what is wrong with you how old are you quit it <laughs> no uh the way i could see it tying in is so there was that uh no effects uh stone partnership where they had a beer fest slash music festival that was going through and of course mm-hmm. we already mentioned brutal beer fest so I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened, not this year, but maybe next year, that there was maybe a beer tent or something at next year's Fest. I hope so. That almost makes sense, because if you're kind of addressing one area, you have to address the other as well. Yeah, 
I mean, if you start the partnership early and then you just create a beer metal fest, which one currently doesn't exist. So why not? There is an opening there. Yeah. And I know just the place to have it. <laughs> well, I mean, not fest is a traveling fest, but yeah, we can have it here a couple times if we want. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll just, we'll steal some tour buses or something. We'll steal all the keys. Like, you stay oh, here. Stuck in Pittsburgh for another day. Stay here. <laughs> <laughs> See, we're, we are, we are expanding our bully campaign, Steve, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Call Mastodon for help. Make them drive to help you. <laughs> <laughs> no, <they're still> <laughs> uh, good old mastodon always up for a good time mm-hmm. <sighs> you don't even listen shop <laughs> <laughs> no no they got that one song with the one guy shut up <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll go back to my hall of notes <laughs> maybe a little scritty politty Mm. Why don't you go back to the Hefeweizen you were drinking? <laughs> oh, so uh, you, maybe I could come in with a little bit of harmony, Hefeweizen? <sighs> come on, you teed that one up, Steve. I know, I just let it go, but it still doesn't hurt. It still doesn't not hurt when you do shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tense up when you know it's coming. It's like getting your shots. <laughs> don't tense up. Just let it, it it'll be okay. The pain will pass quicker if you just let it happen. <laughs> but uh, what is not painful is this Harmony Hefeweizen. Uh, I like this beer. Uh, I'm glad to be able to get back into a good classic Hefeweizen. That is an easy drinker. Now that we're getting back into some warmer weather, uh, yes, I understand that all weather is stout weather, and that will never change. But it's good to get back into a Hefe. I mean, this would fit in perfectly with a little bit of Spicy Boy Summer. This should be part of the portfolio. I like it. I'm a fan of it. Uh, yeah, it's a good traditional wheat, wheat beer. Doesn't get any better than that. I'm a fan. Find it, get it. Steve, how was your frambois? Frambozen beer. It, uh, yeah, it rules. So <laughs> I, I actually have never had the non-nitro version of this, but I've had, obviously, frambois from other uh, breweries. So I can't really say that it's more, I know a lot of the times people complain that nitro seems to sap the flavor from beers like this. Yes. But ha- so having not had the non-nitro version, I can't say that this is less flavorful than that, but I can say that it's still very flavorful. Like it's got a lot of raspberry flavor on it. So yeah, it's, it, it, Maybe it's less flavorful than the original, but it's still more flavorful than like a lot of other raspberry beers out there. So let me ask you this. If you had, for example, somebody who much prefers drinking their wine over their beer. Yeah. uh, And you were trying to kind of point them in a direction of a beer that they might like. Yeah. Would this be a good beer to kind of start them down that path? It would be. (laughs) Chrissy, are you taking notes? I am, because I've actually kind of been sitting here going, if it tastes like raspberries, I might like it. Yeah, there's, there's I mean, no... I would, I would give it a shot by far. I, I mean, ask Adam. I've never turned down a beer. This is I, true. I, I always try what he puts in front of me. I just can't promise I'm going to like it. But, I mean, I have him, so he'll just finish it regardless. So, it's fine. That's true. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll get a hold of some of this. Uh, 
We'll make you a, a convert one way or another. You, you can keep trying. Well, well, we'll try with this one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I feel good about this one. There, there's like no bready flavor to it. So it doesn't even taste like beer as people think beer tastes. And the again, the nitrogen makes it not flat, but it makes it smoother. So it's not all carbonated. If that's something that doesn't float your boat as far as yeah. beer goes. Yeah. So yeah, this and is gonna, I, I assume the hoppiness is pretty much non-existent as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no hoppiness. So this isn't going to taste anything like you understand beer as. So yeah, well, then we we need to put that on the list then. <laughs> okay, on the list. <laughs> on the list. <laughs> we'll, we'll start putting together a gift basket. Uh, thank you for being on the show. We'll start with one yeah. of these. You should do that for all your guests. <laughs> That's a Here's lot a beer more we money recommend. out the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be a beer and a sticker. <laughs> Do you get a glass to put the beer in or no? For $15.99 uh, at fuelbyhops.com slash store. Yes. <laughs> yes. And there's your plug. <laughs> <laughs> One of many. <laughs> so with that, uh, talking about plugs, I think it's time for us to go to our first break. Uh, have our first commercial from our favorite sponsor, whoever it is this week. I know who it is. It's the same every week. Uh, but in segment two, Chrissy, we get to talk to you a little bit more about the Colonel Drake wine walk and beer fest. We get to ask you questions. We're going to pepper you with questions. Let's so go. we'll be right back with a fresh set of beers and a positive attitude. Great. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at First Sip Brew Box. Com. Welcome back, everybody. It is still episode 199. You have not switched episodes, although I do recommend listening to all of our other 198 episodes once you're done with this one. If you already listened to them, listen to them again. It's worth it, except for maybe like the first 10. Listen to those twice, just in case. But I am Adam. Steve is still here. He has not run off. And we have Chrissy Smythe, the head honcho of the Colonel Drake Wine Walk and Beer Fest. Chrissy, thank you for sticking around. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. I am. I am I'm glad you're here as well. You are you are the, the person that is representing the precipice of us getting back to some semblance of normalcy. I'm trying. You are I'm the torchbearer, and we appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. So why we are excited is this is, I would say, our first prime opportunity to be able to get back into socialized drinking. And also in a responsible manner. Um, so before we get into that, we should also be responsibly drinking a beer because this is a beer podcast. So we should probably talk about what we're drinking right now. I'll go first this time. Uh, Steve took the lead last time. I'm drinking uh, another beer, uh, another brewery that will be at the, the Wine Walk and Beer Fest. Uh, this is an absolute classic of mine. Uh, this is probably one of the first craft beers I ever had that it pulled me into this ridiculous world. Uh, it, it is the Erie Brewing Company Railbender. I absolutely love this beer. Uh, it is a 
Scotch Ale, 6.8% ABV, 26 IBUs. It's fantastic. Just, just look at it. It's a thing of beauty. If you're only listening, you can't see it. Go buy one, drink it, you'll enjoy it. It's got a good level of maltiness to it. It almost bends into a sweetness on that maltiness that's really good. The IBUs, eh, there's not much bitterness there. I am a huge fan of this beer. This is what has got me into craft beer. And since Erie Brewing Company is going to be at the Wine Walk and Beer Fest, I figured it was a good opportunity for me to have this beer on the show. Uh, That way I can drink it. It's for me. This is a me beer. (laughs) Thank you very much. Steve, how about you? What do you got going on over there? Do you like that beer or what? I don't know. I'm on the fence about it. (laughs) Couldn't tell. (laughs) Couldn't tell. So I frigged up and I'm not, I'm not drinking beer. Frigged up. <laughs> How, wait, what's going on here? So I have the Lindemann's apple, a lambic, and it says beer on the label, but it's only 3.5%. So not, oh. but uh, I, I, I figured bring it on because we are talking about this wine walk and the wine walk is going to feature wineries, breweries, distilleries, and cideries. Yes. And so it's apple but it's still not cider and it's also not beer because it's only three and a half percent. Yes. For those that are not familiar with Steve's rules of beer, any beer that is under 4% ABV is not technically beer. No, that's like kids beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's for children. (laughs) It's for children. It's for children. It's for the youths. Yeah. Not American children because we're all uptight and shit, but you know, like I'm, I'm 90% sure there's kids who are like 13 having this with lunch before they go into trig class. So. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I maybe have done better in Trigger. That's why I got to have a lunch. <laughs> right. J- just saying. If you could just, everything, everything would have realigned to make sense. Yeah. If you could chill out with just like a nice little apple beer to go with your, you know, piece of pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your square of pizza. Yeah. Your square of pizza. Although I believe their lunches are better in Europe anyway. So who knows? I don't know what they get. I don't know what they get though. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, otherwise, though, it still does not count as cider because cider is just purely apple juice that's fermented, whereas this is apple juice, but it also has a grist to it, meaning that it has barley and it has wheat. Uh, and then it's wild it's uh, wild yeast fermented. Gives that, that little extra tang to it. But So is this a, a foreign or domestic offering? A very foreign. <laughs> that's what I thought. A very foreign. <laughs> this is belgian by way of belgium (laughs) all right so it took a nice little boat ride Mm -hmm. or aeroplane and i I believe most people would know lindemans uh Mm -hmm. for their lambics you know their and their creeks and yeah but i've never had the apple version before so i just picked it up nice give it a give it a whirl don't hate it <laughs> All right. If that was your next question, no, I don't hate it. Good. Yeah. Good. It's a it's a nice drink for children on a hot day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have to send them that as well, so they put that on the label. Yeah. <laughs> we'll open a whole new market for them. Yeah, it, it's it's very uh, it's actually very sweet up front, and then kind of dries out on the back end. Again, this is something you might enjoy, Chrissy, because it's not traditional uh, in the way that you think of beer. And it's yeah, still- he has he has some good beers, Adam. You really 
Like, I I understand that, and and this rail bender, I would not re- recommend it to you. No, no, we, we did that one <laughs> once, and it was it was a bad decision for me. So Steve has swept the series already. He's gone two <laughs> out of three, and we haven't even gotten to the third segment yet. No, right. Yeah. I was I was trying to get things that you know because I thought that frambois was very similar to like what you would find in a wine, at least in color. You know, I was shooting for wine and then I was shooting for cider. I'm trying to incorporate everything that's going to be at this event. So you have <laughs> moonshine for the third segment, right? In a way. <laughs> oh, wait, really? <laughs> that's awesome. All right. It's going to be rocket juice. <laughs> yes. Let's get that goose juice flowing. Yeah, it's going to be rocket juice. So, yeah. <laughs> and really, that's just going to even things out because with this children's beer as you like to call it yep i mean law of averages that'll get you up into a six percent average yeah <laughs> you'll be fine yeah i'll be fine i'm into it <laughs> <laughs> well i look forward to have seeing what you have steve yeah at the matter at hand it's time to talk colonel drake wine walk and beer fest chrissy what is this what what is this uh, event? Uh, give us an overview, uh, when it is, where it is, the kind of layout. What is going on here? So if give you're us the all, lowdown. If you're at all, uh, you know, familiar with Boy Scouts, most Boy Scouts have camps. And we host this at our camp, our local council, French Creek Council's camp at Cuscaloga Town. Um, it's what, like an hour and 15 minutes north of Pittsburgh, you say? Give or take, an depending hour, on how motivated you are. Of- yeah, hours south of Erie. So it's actually kind of nice middle ground. Um, and we decided to do as a fundraiser. There's actually a couple Boy Scout councils in the area that do this. Um, one is out east, and they are actually the the ones that kind of gave us the idea. Uh, Columbia Montefiore is their council. And so we took it, and we ran with it. It We hold ours on May 23rd. It is always the Sunday before Memorial Day weekend. Always. Unless COVID decides to, you know, show up again. <laughs> so, we'll, um, we'll just put an asterisk on it and move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That it, entire year. Yeah, last year we just don't count. Um, it's from 1 to 6 this year. It is on a Sunday. Um, that is partially because of we can't have scouts in camp as we're drinking. So um, we do have tr- troops and packs coming in to get their uh, overnight camping in. So we have to not be drinking when they're in camp. That's why it's on Sundays. Um, it is big, huge, open. It covers over 15 acres. So social distancing is not a problem at all. Um, it is outside. It displays our very nice camp on the upper part of it. You can go look around camp. You can see what's going on. Um, we are building a new shower house. So you will get to see that. But it just kind of, you know, puts us on display. And a lot of people don't even know our camp exists where it does. And it's not that far for a lot of people to come. Excellent. Yeah, I, I full disclosure, I've been there before. Well, just once or twice, right? Yeah, just once or twice. Just once or um, twice. <laughs> so I, I, I am a full proponent of this event. Uh, it's a very good event. It's well organized as well. Uh, but one thing I wanted to talk about, me coming from the beer world, this is set up a little bit different than how things are set up, I would say, in the wine world. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you explain the difference between what a wine walk is versus just a general beer fest? What's, what's the, how does that change? How does that differ? So a normal wine walk, you get to go around most of the time it's held in a town. 
and you go into local businesses and you get to try wine, but you also get to purchase it. Um, beer fest, you don't get to purchase beer most of the time. You only get to try beer. My event, they are allowed to sell you beer. They are allowed to sell you cans. They are allowed to sell you growlers. As of now, it has to be a brand new growler though, because of COVID, they're not allowed to refill growlers. Eh. But <laughs> on a normal basis, they could refill your growlers if you brought them out to the event. Um, same with the wineries. They are allowed to sell you glasses. They're allowed to sell you slushies. They're allowed to sell you bottles. So we took the wine world and then introduced it to the beer world and we just made the best event ever. That I, you know what? It, it's one of those things where you don't think about it until you see it. But I'm very surprised that the beer world has not adapted that yet. To be able to say, "You like this beer? Here, buy a four pack." Mm-hmm. I, I, I am baffled that the beer world has not jumped into that yet. Well, yeah. is that just the beer world, or is that just Pennsylvania beer world? <laughs> Um, I could say it maybe is both because I will say with the last four years of putting this on, the breweries have kind of pushed back on me a little bit, but they've actually loved the concept because they now can actually make money at my event compared to losing money. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but it seems to be a PA PLCB law because they have to have special licensing to be able to sell it. My license, though, covers that. So if Uh they are not of the level that they need to be to be able to pull that license, I cover them now. Um, I've worked very diligently with the PLCB to make sure everything's in line. And it took a lot of hoops to jump through to get that correct. Um, But I think it's kind of a combination of both, um, that they just don't think that world exists for them. But it really does. They just, it's it's a lot of work for them to do it. Right. So- I, uh, something I want to suggest now that we've uh, talked about this and something to point out to our Pittsburgh listeners, even though your event is about an hour away, a lot of the breweries that are showing up are in that area and mm-hmm. far and farther. And those breweries of note, like Voodoo and Erie that are going to be up there, but also you have North country, you have lost in the wilds, which I believe we featured on the show in the past. Um, Hop Asylum, which we've had, Clarion River, all of those breweries, they're a little too spread out, I think, for most people. Mm-hmm. But with this one event, people can come into your event, they can sample all of these breweries that would normally take them a week and some Marriott stays <laughs> to get through. <laughs> and they can also just take some home with them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I like this event so far now that you're saying that, you know, people can take stuff home with them. Yes. And the other half, the other thing I just wanted to say is uh, those distilleries are going to clean the fuck up if they can sell sl- slushies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, The distilleries definitely, they follow a different set of rules than a winery and a brewery. They're only allowed to serve so much during one visit. Now, that doesn't mean you can't go back. There's always the loopholes. We all know them. We live in Pennsylvania. Um, but they are only allowed to serve so much liquor per visit because because they're a distillery. Um, they definitely have a little bit stricter laws, but I, I would expect it almost for them. Thanks. So the one thing I'm curious on is on the, on the logistical side of things, you start hitting breweries, you start hitting wineries and you keep going, Oh, I want one of them. I want one of them. I want two of those. I need eight of those. 
pretty soon you've got four boxes worth of wine. How are you going to carry that all around? So we actually, a typical wine walk, you will have what's called a wine check. And what will happen is you will have a name badge, but it doesn't have your name. It has a number on it. Um, and we'll give it to you when you register with us. And you go around, you say, I want to buy that bottle of wine. You give them your number and my people will come and pick up your wine and we will take it to a central location that at the end of the event, you can go down, say, this is my number and we will hand over all the alcohol you bought. Um, and if you bring a party bus, we will actually load it into the bus for you and take care of you right out the door. And full disclosure, it's not if you bring a party bus, it's which party bus you arrive on. Exactly. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) And an unfortunate missed opportunity, though, is having scouts ruck your alcohol back and forth to your car. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you probably could do that, some sort of concierge service, something like that. Right. And then they get to add a badge for duty and service for helping drunks. Oh. (laughs) symbiotic i'll see if i can make that happen in the next few years <laughs> just you know just put that note in <laughs> get a merit badge set up for them. i mean they got all those badges on untapped it only makes sense I, I, exactly it does you got it you got to start them early exactly <laughs> you said that there's a whole bunch of stations is there a punch card system or anything like that there uh, is not okay um, I guess that must be kind of a Pittsburgh thing. I've actually got a few phone calls in the last few weeks about that. And it definitely seems to be a Pittsburgh thing more than a above 80 thing. Um, we do not have a punch card system. You can try all 26 stations if you want, or you can try four stations. Um, so there is no limit. We don't care if you max out your credit card. We will be more than happy to take your money. That's just the truth of it. <laughs> But um, no, there's no limit. The only limit that I know of is the distilleries are not allowed to serve you more than X amount of fluid ounces in one city. Um, It seems to be five samples is what they like to do. I don't know if that's a math thing. Yeah. Yeah. So five samples, (laughs) that's that's a lot. So um, I know they're the only ones that are limited, but the beer and the wine, there's no limit. You can sit there and try every flavor if you want all 26 stations you know, and uh, we have food because well you need food when you're <laughs> yeah you, you need, need food, food because people are going to want food exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully you also maybe have some spit buckets but you know that's <laughs> we actually we it's also do. outside too so yeah we do <laughs> we we have spit buckets i don't like if you spit in them but you can you know rinse your mouth out with water and dump the water in it that's fine <laughs> So that does lead into a, another question. Uh, you said that, and, and I completely agree that the way this is set up, that it is very good for social distancing mm-hmm. and able, able to kind of stay apart and stuff like that. Uh, are there any other uh, restrictions or uh, precautions in place uh, since we are still COVID? We're still, yeah, we're still dealing with COVID. Uh, yeah. Is there anything that you have in play there uh, to is, kind of put people at ease? There is. Um, so one of our distilleries is called Grumpy, Grumpy Goat, and they actually have a sanitizer that they came up with last year at the height of COVID, and it's called Goat Spit. And um, the owner of Grumpy Goat has been gracious enough to give us his Goat Spit. And so we sanitize all our pit tables down, um, the pens that you're registering with, 
actually this year are your pens. They were donated. So you get to keep the pen you register with. Uh, Yeah, I know. Fancy, right? (laughs) Um, But there is precautions. Um, We have signs up with all the precautions. Now the state has been loosening them. Um, I'm sure that you guys saw that CDC is saying that if you're vaccinated and you're outside, you do not have to wear a mask. So there is that lightning. Um, We no longer have to eat before you drink. Last year we did. So things are starting to lighten up. Um, I will probably have PLCB officers there just because of the nature of the beast. Um, They do have the right to come down on me. So, you know, wear your mask, don't stand around, don't kiss other people type thing. But again, you have 15 acres. It is very easily social distancing. And if you're uncomfortable, you can walk away and go sit at another table if you would like. Um, But we have tables set up and everything else that you can stay with your party and move away for, you know, that time being. I guess the the best advice is right now we're playing on somebody else's playground. So let's behave. Exactly. We're all, we're all adults. (laughs) We're all adults, but you just framed it as playground play. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) Hey, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you on this one. I, there's people who have been acting fucking fool for the past year, but still, you know, it's no different than going into a business respect the way people have set things up. And if you're being asked to do something, even if you're and you know, be mindful because obviously you're going to be drunk, but yeah, like (laughs) try to have a little respect for what's going on. Mm -hmm. And as we have signage up the whole way around camp about it. Um, and, and the bottom line says, please be respectful above all else. So, you know, I can't, I can say last year in the height of it all that we had in September, we did not have one issue come out of the entire event. Um, so Excellent. that was kind of a pretty scary moment because we were definitely riding the fence and we were very limited on how many we could have. But last year we came through with flying colors and my staff was great and we had no one buck us about anything. So I, I will say most people are pretty, you know, courteous over the whole thing. A scout is kind. That's all you have to remember. You need to put that on a giant sign. A scout is kind. (laughs) I should. I should. I I had to take off the rules for the eating. So maybe that's what my number one rule will be. Underline exclamation points, bold font. And Uncle Sam pointing back at you. I'm talking to you. (laughs) I just just had another amazing marketing tie-in for this. Go ahead. Uh, scouts have neckerchiefs, do they not? They do. And what can neckerchiefs also be turned into? Bandana masks. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Everybody gets a bandana mask. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to take a ba- uh, a neckerchief and roll it real tight and then start looping pretzels on it. You can do turn that. Turn it into a pretzel necklace. We did uh, that the first year. The first year we had pretzel necklaces. It's time to bring it back. food trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Upgraded a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, can you talk a little bit about the food and the entertainment? Uh, sure. What kind of uh, uh, options you have there? What kind of entertainment you have going on? So we, um, we have three live bands slash musicians that come and perform for us throughout the day. Um, the first one is going to be Robin Young. She is a local from up here. She is absolutely amazing. I can't talk more about Robin on how nice and how great she is. Um, the second act will be Joyride. They are quite well known up, up this way. 
Um, there is five members to them, I believe. And they rock the house. Everyone loves them. I actually usually get messages after the event is over saying, who were they? How do we get them? We want them, you know, to come to the moose or the elks or whatever. So they are quite popular around here. And the last one is actually personal friends of mine. They're called Whiskey Sunday. Um, they're a duo slash trio that come around and perform at local bars and, you know, venues around here. Um, but those are our three musical acts this year. Next year, I actually think I will bump it up to four just because we have lengthened our time and I could actually use a fourth act, but this year we're just sticking to three. Um, so they'll play all day long. And when they're changing sets and stuff, we will have regular music playing. Um, so it's never going to be quiet time, if you want to say. Um, as far as food, I have four food vendors this year. I have uh, JP's Tickle My Ribs Barbecue. They're Al Franklin. He does all kinds of smoked meats. Let me tell you, the Piggy Mac, it's to die for. Like, you need to get his Piggy Mac. It's macaroni and cheese that has pulled pork on top. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. highly recommend that one. Oh, yeah. Um, the Log Cabin Restaurant, which is local around here, they are coming out. And it's a pretty big deal they're coming because their restaurant actually caught on fire about a month and a half ago. So they are still going to pull it together. They have a food truck. They will be coming out and supporting us. Um, and a lot of people are excited to see them just because it was such a tragedy for our area to lose their restaurant. Um, they have deep fried cheesecake. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, so good. <laughs> so that's my, that's my little plug for them. The other one is actually a former scout of ours. He is from Erie, Pennsylvania. His name is Clay Hanna, and his uh, business is called Dining In with Clay. Um, he is making tacos this year. And last year, he also made tacos. They were so good. Um, he actually sold out halfway through the event last year because people went back and got more. Um, he's not sure what type of tacos he's making this year, but definitely check him out. And the last one is the Cranberries uh, Lions Club. They are coming out. Um, we have several scouts that are involved with the Lions Club. And so we added them this year uh, just to kind of help take some of the pressure off the other food trucks. Um, but they are just doing their, your basic hamburgers, hot dogs, French fries. Um, I know they're doing some type of desserts, but I'm not sure what yet. And the last one that is not a alcohol is called the Chalk Shop. They are from Meville, Pennsylvania. And I've actually gone up to her business a couple of times. They're like a DIY craft place. And she is bringing in all kinds of like little house signs that talk about beer and wine and, you know, nice little decorations for your house. But you can also get glasses monogrammed on the spot. She will monogram any wine glass or beer glass of your choosy. And she will do it right there for a very small price. I think she is sitting at five or $6 a piece. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So she'll be also there. That is a new addition to, the, to us this year. The old credit card is going to be taking a beating that day. Yes, it is. <laughs> and she's selling live, laugh, logger signs in my sewer. <laughs> and you can get I'll that t at tpublic.com. Search for Hop Nation USA. No spaces. Right. <laughs> no mercy. No mercy. Right. So I did have one, uh, at least one more question. Um, when dealing with the wineries and the distilleries and the cider houses and the breweries, is there any overriding theme that you have noticed between the different types of alcohols? Like does one give you a hard time or is another one real easy going or anything like that? Yeah. Um, so wineries are a lot easier to deal with. Um, I have 
fought tooth and nail for four years to get breweries to come. They are probably the most difficult to talk to. Um, most of the time you have to talk to a brewmaster, which they're in their little dungeon brewing beer and don't <laughs> want to come out. Um, I want to be mad about that, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's true. <laughs> they are by far, but after me literally beating down doors, going and begging and pleading, I'm actually starting to get more of the inside track. And there really is a whole world of inside track with breweries. Um, they talk to each other. They, they'll give me the information to other people, but it's a very closed circuit network. They do not let you in easily. I'll, I'll um, guarantee you, you are part of a group tech somewhere. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, breweries are definitely the most difficult. And I honestly think it's just the nature of their beast. Um, this year has been terribly difficult on them because with COVID, when they got shut down, a lot of them had to toss their beer. It, it skunked before they could sell it where the wineries, they lucked out wine can sit on the shelf. So, um, I really struggled to get the breweries I had this year because they weren't sure if they were going to have product to sell or even to give away. Um, and I lost out on some because they're just not big enough and they just don't have the manpower or the you know, the brewery power to mm -hmm. make the beer fast enough for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's good for the ones that were able to show up for this. And obviously they see value in your event because again, they're able to sell their product there. Yeah. I know, I know in general, a lot of breweries are not looking forward to going back to beer fest because like you're saying it, a lot of the times it's just giving up beer mm -hmm. and, you know, giving up manpower. And yeah not getting a whole lot back yeah except for three-star <laughs> untapped reviews <laughs> so i just like to assume that all the distilleries are just all the wild boys and they probably just have all the liquor loaded up in the back of their truck anyways pretty, I looked, pretty I, much i looked at all of their websites and yes i'll confirm <laughs> i looked at their websites it's all corn whiskey hooch selling they sound like a bunch of wild boys and <laughs> people who go up to that event are going to have a you know a good time yes oh, yes. oh yeah. yeah very much so <laughs> they'll be asking where the fire is by 4 45 mm -hmm. yeah well i mean our, our distilleries are mlh that's algro city so okay we have chicken hill take the name as you wish <laughs> we have grumpy goat and then we have um lynchwood spirits so and none of them are in a big city at all. MLH is my biggest city and that's gross city. So it's not really that big. <laughs> <laughs> They've got an advanced auto parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say is my hometown. Yes. Just got one last year. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oil city, we just got <laughs> Next you'll be shooting for a general dollar. <laughs> Oh, we already got two of those. Oh, yeah, wow. that's what I was going to say. We have two of those. We have a family dollar, too. So, I oh, fancy, <laughs> fancy. <laughs> so, uh, Chrissy, why don't you uh, just give out real quick where people can get tickets for the event? If you go to Facebook and type in Colonel Drake Crawl, you will go straight to our event page and you follow, you say, see more details, and you will have a link. Um, the link is www.scoutingevent.com backslash 532-cd crawl 2021. 
they will share that for me. Um, it is a scouting website is meant for troops and packs to be able to book camp. So it's not super user-friendly, but it's not bad. Um, if you have any problems, feel free to call me. I will be more than happy to walk you through it. Um, if you are like, I can't do this, call me. I'll get you set up. Not a problem. Um, you can also buy tickets the day of the event, but it's $5 more. Right on. And I'm sure we'll have a link on our Facebook and yes. Twitter for you guys to get to yes. that event as well. Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, there is a cap this year, correct? Uh, of people? Yes. Or is so there, there not? Is. There, oh, there is. Okay. Um, it's like an outrageous number. It's like 4,600 people. Um, we did have to sit down and figure out what the capacity of 15 acres was and then divide that by, I think, 75 or something and then make sure that every one still could be six foot apart and it's still 4,600 people. <laughs> so I would love to see that number, but it, it's not going to happen. So no, no, no. You, you got to market it the other way. Can social distance very much in, in our event. There are only 4,600 tickets available <laughs> and they are going fast. So get them now before it is too late. Exactly. I love to see and that. if I wake up tomorrow morning and we have 5,000, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, the people that didn't get tickets are going to have a problem. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I would love, I'd love to see it just as to have all those people have to stand in a dot matrix of one <laughs> and then one and then one for 15 acres and get a helicopter fly over. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's going to be that one poor sap that ends up having to stand in the middle of a pine grove. <laughs> right. <laughs> away from everybody else. In Scotland, I'm in a Jagger bush. <laughs> I love it. It's not our fault. Blame the matrix. <laughs> uh, so Steve, what, uh, why don't we get back to the beers here? Dales. How was your child-sized beer? I mean, it was both child-sized in alcohol and in volume because it was 3.5%, but it also comes in this fancy little eight fluid ounces. It's perfectly <laughs> suited for a Swedish or Belgian child snack at lunch. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, it's good overall. It's clean and easy drinking. It's not overly tart. Uh, like, you know, American sours are American sours are very sour a lot of the time, but, uh, yeah. It, and it's a classically known name, Lindemans. Everybody loves it. So it's true. When I, whenever I think from and things like that, Lindemans usually pops up. Yeah. So check it out. If you haven't checked out the apple flavor, it's, I mean, it tastes very much like a cider, but it's not, <laughs> it's just not. It's not the way it's built. And that's okay. <laughs> I told you why earlier. Weren't you paying attention in the episode? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was too busy smiling from ear to ear because of this rail bender. I get to drink on the show again. Ah, yes. Guess what? I still like it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's, it's still one of the cornerstones of my craft beer. I don't know, Fort? Yeah. How, sh- how shitty would you have felt if you were all excited to bring Railbender on and you just didn't like it this time? <laughs> oh, no. What happened? <laughs> we would watch Adam crumble to the ground. <laughs> That's it. Show's over. And we're and done and here. And <laughs> but no, we are not done. We have another segment. Uh, Chrissy, I hope you can stick around for that. Uh, we will be back with another set of beers. And I don't know. We'll do something fun. 
Oh, yeah. I got something planned. Excellent. All right. So stick around. We'll be right back. You know what pairs nicely with a good beer? A bad movie. And that's exactly what we do at Hops and Box Office Flops, the Internet's premier podcast dedicated to reviewing bad movies and mostly good beers. So join us on a hop-fueled excursion through some of Hollywood's biggest bombs. We've covered everything from the fungus-laden streets of Dino Hatton with the Super Mario Brothers to the oddly horny felines of Cats 2019. You can find our show on any of your finest podcast providers. And follow us on social media at Hops and B.O. Flops. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll drink your face off. Welcome back, everybody. 199. I'm Adam. That's Steve. Chrissy's here with us, too. She did not run away screaming after dealing with us for two segments. We thank her for that. She is the queen bee of the Colonel Drake Crawl wine walk and beer fest thank you for sticking around with us we appreciate it no but we have to get into our beers steve why don't you go first i think you, I, i'm curious what you got going on over there i have nightmares <laughs> all right <laughs> so i've been trying to somewhat cultivate something of a theme even though i'm just drinking what's in the fridge but for a segment i had the frambois and that was like wine-ish because it's fruity and it's red that's like wine. <laughs> and then I had the uh, Lindemann's apple frambois. Uh, well, not frambois, lambic. Uh, and that's like cider. And this, to honor the distilleries that will be at the Colonel Drake Walk and Crawl and whatever, uh, it is fucking rocket juice. <laughs> it's time to blast off, everybody. Oh, all right. Because I have Hoofhearted's baldest conga line ever. <laughs> I feel that needs an explanation. Well, let me read uh, the world's baldest conga line. (laughs) And it is an imperial stout, if you cannot tell by the photo, for those of you watching at home and those of us with here tonight. Uh, And it is (laughs) 13.5%. All right. It has. Have a fun night. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe next morning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It has banana, strawberry, pineapple, cacao, coffee, vanilla, and peanut butter powder. So I think, you know, on top of the distillery homage, this will also cover all the foods that will be at the festival and all the (laughs) other tastes that you'll be able to find at the festival. (laughs) And all the groceries that you buy the next week. Yeah, exactly. This is everything in the kitchen sink. And let me tell you something about pouring this thing out it was one of the thickest syrupiest beers i have ever poured ever ever in the history of ever there was absolutely no head on it it can't maintain carbonation because bubbles don't go through syrup (laughs) (laughs) and then as you can also see on the uh, photos i took my brightest portable light (laughs) turned it up to the brightest setting, which is literally hard to look at. (laughs) And I put it as a backlight. And as you can see, no light makes it through to the other side. (laughs) I feel like this is something that needs to be submitted to NASA. I feel that they have some sort of use for this. It's called Vanta Black. And if they wanted to paint (laughs) the Endeavor shielding with this, I'm pretty sure it'll survive (laughs) re-entry. Wow. 
Yeah, it'll survive. Wow. Yeah. And it'll stick too. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll glue right on. You can glue heat shielding plates, but it'll also deflect heat on its own. <laughs> to drink it though, it's actually not bad. Does it, does it have any any alcohol burn to it or anything? It has a good bit on the back end. Like there's a good bit there, but like up front and like for the most part, the drinking experience is pretty nice. You get a lot of the banana on the nose. It smells like a banana split, um, but you get some banana up front. You get a little bit of uh, the other fruitiness. You get some coffee in there. I don't get much uh, in the way of peanut butter powder. I don't know what that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thickness of it. Yeah. Uh, you don't get uh, you don't really get the pineapple either, but in general, that is banana, strawberry, chocolate, coffee, vanilla. It, t- it tastes like a really, really fucking thick banana split with coffee. So I never yeah. thought I'd hear that sentence, and it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you've seen like some some banana splits out there, they they have that. Uh, they do the cherry topping on the one flavor. They do the pineapple topping mm-hmm. on the other flavor and they'll do the caramel i don't know why they went peanut butter powder and not caramel but whatevs <laughs> well part because they bought the rest of the store out they mm. decided well we'll get this too okay and it was there fair enough so was this a a vintage uh acquirement no it was a jr's really yeah Oh. Yeah, JR is actually, uh, if anybody doesn't know or is unaware, JR is commonly has uh, hoof-hearted singles in their mix and match. That is good information. Yeah, it is. A lot, a lot of the times, a lot of the times, it is the uh, uh, IPAs that they'll have because hoof-hearted mm-hmm. makes a lot of IPAs. But yeah, I found this one. I was like, I got to have it. So I'll ask a dumb question. Sure. If you were to. Uh, Try to get somebody from the wine world into the beer world. Would you use this beer whatsoever? Absolutely not. No. no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he only gets two out of three on this one. No. I don't know. You don't know what I've got over here, so I don't I don't know but... that I don't know that anybody can get into this but me. This is like <laughs> this is both advanced level and disgusting. <laughs> You have, you have to be an advanced pig to like this. <laughs> you have to be a masochist, but good at it. Right. <laughs> oh, I want to try it. I'll have to go get some. See if you can find one. Yeah, I'll have to go pick some up. So for me, uh, I'm continuing the, uh, the theme over here of breweries that are going to be at the Colonel Drake Crawl. And for this segment, I have something from Voodoo out of Meadville, PA. And this is their Good Vibes. This is their West Coast-style IPA. Ooh, you're taking a boo on this one. Are you t- drinking an IPA for me? Yes. Wow. I, I, yes. I feel that. I feel Guess that. what? I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Steve, <laughs> you would love it. Probably. It, it looks good. I mean, it's got good. Oh, yeah. it, it has actual West Coast IPA clarity. Look at all that clarity as compared to what the hell I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, you know, this is, this is not a haze boy. This is not soft baby kisses. Uh, if you want something that is going to have that hop residue and it's going to stick around with you for a long time, 
the good vibes will will get that for you. Uh, clocks in at seven point three, so it is the highest of the uh, of the episode for me, which is just a little over half of what Steve has. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, but not that hard. <laughs> but uh, it, I would recommend this beer to people that like West Coast IPAs. But if you are a fan of the show or if you listen to any other episodes, uh, you know that I am not an IPA fan, uh, especially the West Coasters. But I have to represent Voodoo. Uh, so, damn it, that's what I'm going to do right now. I hate it, but you would love it if you love West Coast IPAs. Right on. That makes sense. <laughs> it does. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Well, I have a game that I've put together. I've put together specifically for this show because we are talking Boy Scout camp. And for those who have not picked up on it, Adam is a former Boy Scout, even went all the way to Eagle Scout. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) Remember, once an eagle, always an eagle. I guess. But still am. (laughs) Still is. (laughs) It's on my resume. And of course, then Adam, you would know that when you earn badges for scouts, you can also do it in a buddy system. Yes. Yes, you, you can. You have to have a buddy system. Yes. That, actually, that is policy. You have to have at least one other. Where's your buddy? Mm-hmm. Buddy check. Buddy check. Well, See what then, you got yourself into, Steve? I sort of knew what I was getting into. But <laughs> uh, then you'll appreciate the fact that in the third segment, you and Chrissy will be buddy system up to earn badges. Oh, All right. Yes. All right. Let's make this happen. <laughs> I have devised six badges for you to earn, and hopefully you can win them all, but we'll see. <laughs> all right. Your first badge, though, is the animal identification badge. Oh, Lord. <laughs> all and right. In, and in order to earn this badge, you have to name the five animals repped at the Colonel Drake Crawl. There are five animals that are repped within the event. Chrissy made mention of two of them already. Okay. One, there's Chicken Hill, so there's a chicken. Mm-hmm. A grumpy goat. Yep. A bear with Bear Creek Winery. Try and think. As am I. There's a fox, Copper Fox Winery. Come on, team. We got one more. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Adam. I feel like you can get the last one. I should. Uh, I don't know. I'm lost in the wilds right now. I, I got it. It's Deer Creek. Deer Creek Winery. Ah. See, that was the easy one. I figured Adam would have got it. I just carried you. I just, I just carried you. That's right. <laughs> Good job, team. <laughs> that was your easy badge. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, God. <laughs> But yes, you have both earned your animal identification badge because Bear Creek, Copper Fox, Deer Creek, all those wineries will be there. And then Grumpy Goat and Chicken Hill distilleries will be there. I don't know if we earned it, but buddy system. <laughs> buddy system. Buddy check. <laughs> right. right here. Just drag me along and I'm yes. all right with that. <laughs> Moving on. It's time for your berry identification badge. Oh. Your berry identification badge. Uh, Noggin Noggin is one of the cideries that will be at the event. And so I want you to tell me whether or not the ingredient listed is a berry. 
So they have a number of ciders and obviously ciders come in different flavors. And so I'm going to go through some other cider flavors and you just tell me, is it a berry or not? Okay. There's uh there's eight categories. So we'll see how many you can get <laughs> and whether or not I pass you. <laughs> All right. But uh, we'll start easy. Margarita. Margarita should not have any berries in it. That's yes. That's no margarita not a, I've ever had. Margarita is not even a berry. It's not a fruit. <laughs> An easy one. You just say no. Margarita no. It's not a berry. Okay. Cranberry. Yes. Cranberry is a berry. Mango. It says berry in it. <laughs> <laughs> Mango. Mango is not a berry. Mango is a stone fruit, not a berry. Good job. Pumpkin. Mm. Is pumpkin a berry? See, now we're getting into the stuff that it could be. Sort of like tomato is a fruit sort of thing. Right. It gets harder. Botanically harder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no because berries usually grow in like clusters on a bush or a tree. And, and I've never seen gone. a pumpkin bush. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to go no. Pumpkin is a berry. <laughs> Botanically, pumpkin is a berry. Oh. Strawberry. Strawberry is not a berry. Strawberry is not a berry. It's an accessory fruit. Blueberry. <laughs> I would say blueberry is a blueberry. Uh, is a berry. Oh, yeah, blueberry is a blueberry. I do agree with that. That's true. That's a, that's a fair assessment. <laughs> <laughs> but it is also a regular ass berry. I yes. agree with that. Yes. Blueberry is a berry. <laughs> Raspberry. I'm going to say no because I would think it's the same as a strawberry. I would agree with that. That's right. Strawberry is, or raspberry is not a berry. Again, accessory fruit. Banana. It, it's on, it's in bunches. I want to say no, but I feel it's yes. Let's go yes. Banana is a berry. Boom. So through that, you only missed one. So seven out of eight. All right. I'm willing to give that to you. You have, yeah. you have earned your berry identification badge, but you know, let's keep it in mind. Pumpkins are berries. <laughs> I mean, that was Noted. a solid, that was a solid B plus effort there. Yeah. <laughs> let's just keep that in mind. <laughs> On to your film history badge. <laughs> I'm going to have carry us. Oh, great. <laughs> Edwin Drake was portrayed by which Batman villain actor in the film Born in Freedom, the story of Colonel Drake? Is it Caesar oh, Romero? Have to know this. <laughs> I'll even give you a multiple choice on this one. Is Thank it you. Caesar Romero, Frank Gorshin, Vincent Price, or Jared Leto? Vincent Price. That is correct. Where did you get Did you that watch one it in from? high school or something, Adam? Because I feel like uh, you would watch that in high school up here. That's yeah. Well, some people say I was so old I saw it being produced. <laughs> but for some reason, I remember that I remember that connection of Vincent Price 
and Colonel Drake. I don't know why that just got pulled out of the filing cabinet. I will take it. <laughs> so do you, I'll give you a film history plus if you can tell me which branch of military did Colonel Drake serve in. Well, it wasn't the Air Force. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Good choice. <laughs> Way to narrow it down. <laughs> My mother would be so disappointed in me now for not knowing this. Also not Space Force. I'll give you that one as well. It's a, <laughs> it's a lob. <laughs> Was not a colonel in the Space Force. <laughs> I don't know that anybody's been able to climb to rank of colonel yet. It hasn't been around long enough. <laughs> well, let's see here. Well, was he even in the military? Because wasn't Colonel Drake, wasn't Colonel kind of a kind of an honorary title similar to uh, Colonel Sanders? No, no. I feel like we really should know this from where we went to high school at. They crammed it down our throats every history class. I know. This is fucking crazy I, that they actually taught it to you in history class. <laughs> he, he grew up in Oil City. Like, come on. That's right. Kind of gives it to you. I saw the refinery fire from my English class. My yeah. dad was there that day. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I guess we had like huge, we had huge passages on Andrew Carnegie in our area, but all right. See, and that's, we right? didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I do we, feel he was in the military, but I can't tell you what branch. Five seconds, yes or no, and what branch? <laughs> uh, Somebody put a foot down. <laughs> Buddy system. I'm saying go. yes, army. I don't know. Make it happen. And you probably should have went with Adam. He wasn't ah. in the military. It was just what one of his investors addressed as Maz in letters. <laughs> We're a disappointment. <laughs> We've met, right? <laughs> just the time so you've got your film history badge but not your film history plus i'm sorry onto your geography badge though uh which brewery distillery and cidery that will be at the event are closest to the drake well the drake well of course the first place that edwin drake dug a well in titusville where he found oil and became the father of oil before John Rockefeller pushed him out. Stole it. <laughs> Made. Well, I don't even know if he stole it from him. It just, he took all the accolades. Everybody <laughs> so are we John talking about their home locations? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you would go by Voodoo's Meadville and not Voodoo's Florida. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> So for the brewery, I I would say Trails to Ales. I would agree with that. Because they're in Franklin, which is one and a half towns over. Uh, We'll skip over Cherry Tree. That's fine. You're getting some local history here, Steve. I've been all through through that area. I even know where this camp is because it's halfway between Apple Fest and Sandy's Marketplace to be real fucking local for people. I know the area. Apple Fest. (laughs) I, Local I people don't like Apple Fest most of the time. Mm. We run away from it. But I, I'm good to know that, uh, Steve, if you were a dog, you would be a food-motivated dog? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would be. <laughs> uh, cidery. Mm. So Cidery, My, we have Chicken Hill, which is based out of Knox. Ooh. Well, are they based out of Knox or are they based out of Kane? I'm not sure where their home base is. I'm not either. But my, my thought was knocking and noggin because they're in Vallant. 
but you have Grumpy Goat and Franklin, which is closer. Mm. Well, are they a cider house and a distillery? Oh, no, they're just a distillery stuff. So, all right, I'll go with yeah. that for the distillery. Yeah, distillers, you have Davenport, Knock and Noggin, and that's actually it. Those are my two. So, I don't know where Ch- Chicken Hill's based out. I want to say they're based out of Keene. Davenport's go based out goat. of Meadville. So, you're going Grumpy Goat for the distillery? I would say Grumpy Goat for distillery. Yeah. And for the cidery? What's closer, Meadville or Kane? Oh, Meadville, definitely. Okay. Well, I, I'm Southern Benango. I don't know these things. Um, then we're going to go Davenport. And Davenport is the right, correct answer. You guys got your geography badge. You know your fucking Pennsylvania, Venango County. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know if i should be encouraged by that or discouraged <laughs> yeah uh, and you're right you know trails to ales are and grumpy goat are pretty much right next to each other and yeah they're very close to titusville and then davenport is closer compared to knock and noggin on to your cooking badge if i actually this, taught that <laughs> <laughs> if the distilleries took products from everyone else and distilled them down, what spirits would they produce and which is the most dangerous? Dangerous. Yes. So they take they take the products from everybody else who's there and distilled them down. What do they make? Into and one single product? Or from product. each, like one from winery, one from a cider house, and one from a brewery? That way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What do you get when you distill wine? What do you get when you distill beer? What do you get when you distill ciders? A really rough morning. <laughs> that too. <laughs> That's our answer. <laughs> you will not get your cooking badge for that. <laughs> That's, That's, identif- you. That's just danger identification. <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea. I kind of want to say it's, a cidery because I don't feel like distilling apples would be a good thing. You would think it wouldn't be, but I would think it could get pretty dangerous with the arsenic in the seeds. So if we distill it far enough, arsenic would still remain. So I think ciders would be the most dangerous unless we get nitroglycerin involved somehow, but I don't know how. Okay. That's a half answer. Do you have any guess at what the products that would be made? Oh, God, no. No. My dad's a chemist. That doesn't make me a chemist. <laughs> All right. If you distill wine down, you get brandy. Mm. If you distill beer down, Adam, you get whiskey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> How do you not know that? Eh, lack of effort. <laughs> and if you distill cider down, usually done through freeze distilling, uh, you get Applejack. And it's not the arsenic that's the problem. It's the fact that freeze distilling produces methanol. Oh. oh. Yes. And methanol. So we were right for the wrong reasons. Right. <laughs> you failed successfully. Uh, Been there before. Yeah. <laughs> methanol is, of course, the byproduct that will make you go blind if you drink it. So, yeah. I okay. did not know that. Well, now you know. Don't drink methanol, people. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I also safety tips with steve yeah it it also is produced if you like freeze distill beer um mm-hmm. 
we've seen that a couple times with different like ice box and things like that. It'll produce methanol, but usually right. you just don't drink enough of it to kill you. But Applejack is more dangerous that way. Okay. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. So that's one badge you don't get. No cooking mm-hmm. badge. <laughs> Cause you don't know that whiskey comes from beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've let you down, Steve. We've talked about it on the show. I know we have. (laughs) All right, on to your last badge. It's your hiking badge. This is very specific to scouts, but Adam, I'm assuming you've heard the stories of the Troop 496 out of Western Pennsylvania that will hike 100 miles into Camp Heritage. Yes. Okay, that was my old troop. I did not know that. I did not do that hike, though, so fuck that. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that was my old, yeah, that was my old troop, and I actually just assumed everybody did that. No, it was just these nutters. <laughs> but good for they them. They get to just show up in minivans? Yeah. <laughs> but good for them, because they kept that tradition going for a good 25 years. So shout out to them. I uh, quit. <laughs> However... If you wanted to make that same 100-mile hike and make it the most brutal ale trail possible, what Pittsburgh-area brewery would you hike from up to the, uh, the, 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 the event space? So if I were to find out what brewery... Essentially what you're asking is which brewery is 100 miles away? Yes, from... From the Colonel Drake Crawl. Yes. Wine walk and beer fest the Sunday before Memorial Day weekend from one to six. Right. Tickets are available at the door. However, I recommend that you purchase them beforehand. Good stalling. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Ah. What Pittsburgh area brewery is best to make that hundred mile hike? Where would you start? I would I would start at the brew house. You have to carry me on this one. <laughs> oh, good. I'm I, sorry. I'll give you. I'll give you a couple choices. Please. Uh, Hitchhiker, mm-hmm. Spoonwood, Mondays, or Erie in Erie. So, first delay question that I have is which hitchhiker? Hitchhiker, either. I don't care. Pick one. Oh, great. Yeah, pick one. <laughs> so Erie is is out because it's less yeah, than 100 Erie's miles. Yeah, Erie's way Erie. closer than 100 miles. To the event space, the last Sunday before Memorial Day weekend from okay. Monday 6. Uh, see, Mondays, Hitchhiker, and Spoonwood are all in the South Hills, so they're all going to be within spitting distance of each other. However... Spoonwood has the best pizza, and I feel like a carb load beforehand would be a good thing. So I'm going to say Spoonwood. That is incorrect. Damn. Would you like to try? (laughs) Would you like to try another? You have have Hitchhiker, you have Hitchhiker South Hills, you have Hitchhiker. Sharpsburg and you have Mondays. You've you've successfully navigated away from Erie and know how far away that is that it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, in that case, since you don't care about which hitchhiker it is, I, I guess it has to be Mondays. And it is Mondays. Mondays will get you it. Mondays will get you that hundred mile hike. <laughs> <laughs> now that's not saying you can't stop at Spoonwood and grab a pizza for some carbo load. As well you should. Yeah. Load up, get your dinner in, and then have some for the breakfast the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> they do have a breakfast pizza, which is delicious. Yes. Hint, hint. So all your all your former troop members, you should contact them and be like, listen. You can do this 100-mile hike only to Tuscaloosa Town, and you can drink beer when you get there. That's smart. See? Sure, if I even remembered who those kids were. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sure they're successful members of society, as we all are. Um, Exactly. Two of the kids I do remember are not in shape for that. (laughs) They are so They are good members of society, but they are not in shape for that. Well, <laughs> as neither am I. <laughs> got a couple of weeks. Yeah, just in the shape. No. They'll be fine. No. no big deal. But they still might show up to that event. <laughs> I mean, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. It's, st- it's still their kind of event, but yeah, they would mm. not hike into it. <laughs> <laughs> their hike would be from the parking lot parking to the registration lot, up to so I guess I'll give you that badge as well. But uh, yes. yep. you get your hiking badge. You have your geography, your film history, your animal identification, and your berry badge. Look at us. You're, we did pretty darn good. Yeah, we did. You're good drinking scouts. <laughs> or Pensatunky, you know. We, we didn't do too bad. You didn't have to say, well, we a blue at this game. <laughs> <laughs> ah, boo. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll that get was you. a second class joke. <laughs> Do you want to come back to these beers for a quick second? Sure. Uh, I'm going to be real quick. Sure. I hate it. Other people would love it. Gotcha. That's it. Uh, uh, it. Do you happen to have the? Uh, do you happen to know what hops were used in it at least? I don't offhand. I'm sorry. I wish That's that fine. I did. Okay. Uh, no. No. Unfortunately, it's not on the can. Hey, that's it, fine. Not everybody does that, and sometimes blends change. No big deal. Right. But if you are a West Coast IPA fan, go grab it. I will say that. For the style, it is a good beer. Mm. It's just not a beer for me. According to the untapped, it says Galaxy, Amarillo, Mosaic, and Apollo all make sense within a West Coast style. Yep. So, so that's that's right up your alley. Check it out. For me, the hoof-hearted, the world's boldest conga line, the giant uh, banana split stout is all I can say with coffee. It's a banana. It's a banana split with a side of coffee, but it's all syrup, and I enjoy it thoroughly. <laughs> so, I'm glad you had that as the third beverage oh, yeah. of the evening. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have. <laughs> I would have had heartburn and burp ups, and I wouldn't be able to conduct myself in an orderly manner. <laughs> That's called smart planning. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Rocket juice always for the third, <laughs> except for when it's for the second. That's right. But yeah. Uh, thanks again to Chrissy for coming on. Uh, Thank you for feel, having me guys. Yeah. Uh, feel free to plug your event and how everybody can find it and tickets and anything else you want to talk about. Again, go to Facebook, type in Colonel Drake crawl will be the 
first event you find. Go down to the see more section, click on that, click on tickets, and it'll take you straight to the website. If you don't want to go through Facebook, you can go to www.scoutingevent.com backslash backslash 532-CV crawl2021. If you have any problems, feel free to call me. My number's all over everything. Um, I will answer you, even though most likely you'll probably be a telemarketer trying to sell me send a car warranty, but I will still answer you in hopes that you are wanting to come to my event. Um, if you want, you can buy tickets at the door. They're $25. Otherwise they're pre-sale for $20. We also have designated driver tickets. So if you don't want to drink and drive, if you just want to come out for the food and music, if you're pregnant, if you're just being a good friend and being a DD for all your friends is only $7 at the door and pre-sale price. Um, so come out, have a good time. It's meant for everyone. And it does go to, you know, the Boy Scouts of America, French Creek Council. It helps out my local district, which is also uh, Adam's former local district, Colonel Drake. Um, but, you know, it's a great time. We have a blast. It's a really great event. And I don't just say that. Everyone loves our event. They come out and they think is the best thing we've ever done. So. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I will say that that is how I am going to be kicking off Spicy Boy Summer. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> Even uh, this if- is this is a perfect event to be able to try to get back into beer drinking, back into society. Uh, it has the proper level of social distancing. It's outside, all that good stuff that people are looking for right now. It's it's a good good way to get back into it. And let's be honest, they got some good stuff there too. Yeah. Go there, be there, enjoy it. And even as a designated driver, you can still get some take-homes for yourself. So that's a plus. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it's just that easy. Just search Colonel as in chicken, Drake as in cake, and Carl as in baby. <laughs> there you go. Uh, if you want to find us, though, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher Pod, Bean, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Player FM, anything that starts in pod and ends in cast. We're on all of those. And leave a five-star review because... We are a six-star scout show, but they only let us be first class. And that's a bigger crime than me quitting scouts so early. I don't get those jokes. <laughs> I, can, I can do the archery. I can do the BB guns. I can do the fire. <laughs> and that's about it. I can make the wallet. <laughs> Everybody likes the wallet. Exactly. I got, I got my so, yes. good boy swimming badge. <laughs> <laughs> So, Chrissy, thank you for coming on the show. We greatly appreciate you taking some time out of your busy yeah. schedule. Uh, we, we will see you up there. And uh, for next week, episode 200, we got a hell of an episode coming up. Oh, don't sell it. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Don't sell it what? because then people will be disappointed if something goes wrong. <laughs> but, yes, tune in 200. Yes, it's going to be awesome. Yes. All right. We will be with you next week as always. Bye. Goodbye.